what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life. But I'm telling Dynamite D for the first time, he doesn't even heard this yet, there are going to be containing clues for a prize that we're going to give away. Ooh, wow. Hey, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. What's great about the Goofy News is that they have clues that they give you that they are clueless. See, so that, that's helpful. Also, life lessons for our faith we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, the reason is because you know what Colonel Mustard in the study with a wrench means. That's why I have a radio show. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, if the world is evil, then why do so many Christians desire the approval of the world? Yeah, hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Just give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call, 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello! Lucky person, you got the number right, cause you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. Talking to dynamite D. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like an easy morning with no complications. Hmm. Oh, doesn't that just sound wonderful? It does. No complications whatsoever. Also, by the way, during the show, you can text us. We have fun with that. You can text 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483-214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send us an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's David, not King David, just David, at, that little at sign, hemustincrease.org. See, it's he must increase from John 3.30, not anti-disestablishmentarianism, just david at hemustincrease.org. 
org. You can also go up to the website, which we encourage you to do. There's a couple of things to tell you about the website. For people that are feeling kind of bluesy and a little bit down, there is a, a play right on the very front of the webpage that will be encouraging to you. I also want you to be aware that there is the ambassador information. So if you need or want business cards, bumper stickers, or little brochures. We'll get them to you, no cost, and you have no obligation to use them in any other fashion other than as the Lord leadeth thee. That's all we're asking. And uh, you just got to look at the video, fill out the form. We'll send you the info. No charge, no problems. Additionally, on the website is a place to give. We think that's kind of important because if you don't, you'll hear this. And that's kind of boring. So uh, <laughs> we really encourage you to give if you can. If you don't want to give through the website, even though it's completely secure, you can get directions on the website on how to give. We ask you to go check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. All right, so that's the explosion that's about to happen in your own heart as we get into the teaching of the Word of God. That's Pretty much. That's what I'm going with. Um, I do want to check with Diamond D. I did send you, I don't know if you got that email or not about yeah, some did. of the sounds. So yeah, just be aware of it. Yeah, I mean, some of them are okay. You yeah. know, you just got to figure it out. Uh, we do have, I do want to make a, a quick comment. We have uh, Deborah's testimony. We kind of took that and put that in a in a fill spot. So we, you should hear that throughout the show or, or at, at some point throughout some of the shows. And uh, we've got new fills that we're bringing in. So just everybody just take a deep breath. It's not always easy to do that kind of stuff. But I shared that testimony with my wife and she was like socks off blessed. She's just like, that is that is worth everything that we do. Wow. You know? Yeah. It's just like, amen. Yeah. Amen. So I just want everybody to keep in mind that uh, these kind of testimonies, they're blessings for people. They really encourage people because they give you an understanding that God is active. And some of you are out there and you're thinking, is the, does the Lord hear me? Is he active? And the answer is yes, God is active. He might have you wait on a situation for his purposes and his perfect timing. One of the things that Noel and I were talking about is her taking a, a, a different position with the different company before the appropriate time could then lead her in down to a stretch or down a trail that would be terrible right when abraham and sarah couldn't say chill they said sarah's like let's get together we'll help god with the promise you know he's not moving fast enough what came out of that ishmael nice <laughs> that was well, nice. Good job there, people. So the problem with that is trying to push God or hurry God. Bad idea. Because timing has a reason. Timing has a purpose. Okay? All right. Now, I have been asking everybody, make sure you pray for the audience, please. And don't forget about your February buddy. I know people are like, it's almost the end of February. So that makes it just that much more important to commit to praying for one another. If you hear somebody, you hear them in a fill, you hear them call in, whatever the case may be, and the Lord touches you, make that your buddy. You still got several days to pray for him. Please do that. We would ask you to do that. Now, today's show is going to be completely different. Can you believe it? We're going to do something completely 
different. I'm going to do a part two from yesterday because I didn't really get to teach what I wanted to teach at the core of it. So that'll be in the next hour. And so because of that, I've redone the front part of this show as well. And so here we're going to start off with something just lights out fantastic. One of my favorite sounds. If I get it right, I'm going to have Dynamite D play this sound and hope it goes well. Let's play it now. Now. Hello. Hello. It's now time for David Spoon's Bible Baloney Beatdown. Bible Baloney Beatdown. I'll knock your brains out of your head, Annie. That's right. <laughs> Come on. That was funny. Is that funny or what? Right? I mean, we had this whole thing. We we haven't pulled it up yet. We got a whole thing out called Mashugana News. Oh, it's so good. We'll do that stuff a little later on. We're just like Mashugana, Mashugana News. Anyway, uh, here. Now, we've been studying Job, as you guys know. And it's, I think it's one of the more fascinating studies because what you do is you find out that most people that read Job, including my brother, who I chastise for this because he is my brother and I love him, uh, he read Chapter 1, Chapter 2, and then went to where? Chapter 32. <laughs> it's like... Do you do you not understand that there's 29 chapters there that there's a lot of uh, discussion? <laughs> it's like there's important stuff, and so we got to stop doing stuff like that. That's just a terrible way to approach things. And uh, when we were studying the Book of Job, past chapter two, thank you, before chapter 32, thank you, we did cover this, and I want to cover it again because it's worthy of note in its own way. And this has to do with Bible Bible quotes that are just bad. Have you ever heard somebody quote the Bible wrong, right? Those that live in glass houses, the Bible says. No, it does not. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. Amazing, some of these people. Job chapter 6, verse 13. Since I cannot help myself, the hope for success has banished from me, has been banished from me. Job 6.13, since I cannot help myself, the hope for success has been banished from me. So I want to make sure you understand this because this is one of those quotes that people will quote and they'll say it like it's a truth and it's a lie. You see, if it's not the truth, if it's kind of somewhat true but really not true and pointing the other direction, then it's a lie. In our, in our society, we can't call people liars, even though the Bible has no problem calling people liars who lie. And Job says, I cannot help myself, for the hope for success has been banished from me. So the response to this is simply this. God does not help those who try to help themselves. That's not how it goes. God helps those who help themselves. That's the stupidest thing ever. To say that God helps those who help themselves means that God is not necessary. Oh, they're just helping themselves. Wrong. Right? It's ridiculous. In fact, when we get to the point where we recognize we can do nothing and throw ourselves before the Lord, then you see the power of the Lord active in moving forward. People live, live with it like a philosophy, like it's the truth. God helps those who help themselves. No, he doesn't. People can't help themselves. They need grace. They need mercy. That's what those words are all about. How about this one from Sir Francis Bacon, maybe? Remember this one? Your parents told you this one. Or your school teacher, or your Sunday school teacher. Remember this one? Cleanliness 
is next to godliness. Oh, my goodness. Not only is that not in the dictionary or anywhere else, but it might have come from Sir Francis Bacon. They're, they're, they think it did. It's just dumb. Well, if it's clean, well, then it must be godly. That's uh, what they said when they cleaned the sinner's lyre. You know, it's like, it's like people are like, what are you, crazy? This is the kind of stuff that people just come up with. So how about this one? You all know this one. Money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. No, no. Money is not the root of all evil. Actually, Satan is more at the core of the root of all evil. But the love of money. The love, the greed, the passion, the flesh, that is at the root of evil. Do you get it? How about this one? Well, of course that guy was going to drop down because, you know, pride goes before a fall. No, it doesn't. It goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. If you can't quote it, don't quote it. Don't put it all together. How about this one? This is a classic. Preachers preach this so people won't go to casinos. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. A fool and his money are soon departed. That is so great, Ben Franklin. Thank you for telling us that. God didn't tell you that. Now, there's scriptures that indicate that, that foolish people don't know how to handle money, but that's not the point. The point is people are using that as the source of God. Wrong! And you know my favorite... Or you should by now. God will never give you more than you can handle. Really? You've apparently never read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, and you don't understand that sometimes God forces a situation that only a miracle can deliver from the situation, and the only thing you can do is throw your hands up and go, please help. These are all things where people quote them, live them philosophically, but you know what they don't do? They don't, do their, they don't put their BFN in the book. We've told you before what that is. That's your big fat nose. I got one. I got a big one. Here's the bottom line. Know what the word has to say. Know what the truth is. When a theologian comes on and says, Jesus never claimed he was God, turn him off. He's not a theologian. He's an idiot. That's name calling. No, it's actually the appropriate name because he's teaching falsely. That is actually the Hebrew of it, <laughs> just so you can know. Bottom line, know the word of God. Don't pretend to know the word of God. Don't quote things the world quotes. Know it for yourself and know where it's at. Know the address. All right, folks, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at a thousand miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts. And you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored.
welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That was my brother, by the way. For those that don't know, that's Billy. Quite the musician. He's a pain in the tush, but he's like, you know. He plays a song that I like, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah I really like that yeah, one. Yeah, he's, he's multi-talented. Like I said, multi-pain, but multi You know, that's all. Okay. Hey, what is the David Spoon uh-oh. experience? What is that David Spoon? I don't know. I could not tell you what the David Spoon experience is. Here's what I can tell you. Here's your trivia question. I can tell you that. Here we go. When Jesus sent out 72 disciples, that's 72 disciples. Well, some people say 70. When 72 disciples were sent out ahead of him, what did he tell them to say when they went into someone's house? All right. What did Jesus tell the 72 disciples to say when he went, when they went into someone's house? What? What? Now, I knew that Al was going to do that one. <laughs> I almost could have called that that was coming. Tell me if you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we will do our DNA because why? It's, uh, it's what we do. We do our DNA, right? All right. Here's our DNA. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I don't know about you, but the last time I checked, daily meant every day. Now, I, I know they could change things in dictionaries because of the woke culture, but I'm pretty sure I'm just going to stick with it. Okay. <laughs> daily is still every day. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. It doesn't matter. The world's going to go blah, 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 blah. You know what? They don't have a heaven to put you in. It's that simple. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means OPM. Other people matter. you got to be thinking about how other people are doing. You want to be praying for, thinking of, caring for, wondering, getting in touch with and lifting before the Lord other people. Right? I mean, that just makes sense. That's right. That's what the Lord wants. Love one another. A new commandment I give you, to love one another. All right, here's the trivia question. When Jesus sent out the 72 disciples ahead of him, what did he tell them to say when they went into someone's house? We will say right now, for Al's sake, that he did, they did not, Jesus did not tell them to say, what's in the fridge? <laughs> what's in the fridge? That's a good one, Al. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Some of you might be wondering, you know, that last segment, Dave, you seemed kind of fired up. Like, right? Well, look, the key to understanding walking with the Lord is understanding that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but through him. And he is the truth, and the word of God manifests or teaches us things and connects us to Jesus in a very powerful way and helps us break the lies of Satan. In order to break a lie, you have to know the truth. That's what it means when Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Okay? All right. Uh, Trevor, question, what is it that Jesus told the people to say when they went into uh, the homes of the people they were staying with, what were they supposed to say when they went into the home? They were supposed to up, 
utter a blessing. Let's see if you can tag it by that by that way. Uh, I want to talk to you about John chapter 20, verse 19 through 20, and this is what it says. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Run like crazy! It's nutty around here! No, no, that's not what he said. (laughs) On the evening of the day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Watch the news 24-7. When you do that, you'll understand everything's a mess. No, 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 not seeing that either. Wow, I'm looking. On the evening of the day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Hint. That is a big part of the trivia question. Hello? Hello? Jesus came amongst them. They were afraid. They were behind locked doors. They were feeling insecure. To feel insecure, the word insecure means not safe. Have you ever felt not safe? Right? You lock the doors. You kind of try and protect yourself. You kind of watch what's going on. Got to watch this. Got to be careful. Jesus comes amongst them and says, Peace be with you. In the midst of all the things that you've got going on in your life, in the midst of all the things that are taking place in the world, in the midst of it getting as bad as it can get or as good as it can get, the up and the down, the all around doesn't matter because when Jesus comes, gets through the locked doors, sometimes people try to keep them out, doesn't really work. And here's his message. Peace be with you. And that peace enables you and I, that peace of mind, that peace of heart, referenced in Philippians chapter 4, which keeps our hearts and minds in him, that peace is the difference. Jesus tells you, you know what? In the world, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have problems. You're going to have issues. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tough. But I have come to bring you peace. And Jesus The scripture says in verse 20, when he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. When you start to see God in your situations, you can become glad because the peace that comes from God is yours. The hardest thing that people go through is receiving the peace. There's Jesus. What is? What do we call Jesus? The Prince of Peace. He has the authority for peace. And the reason that we medicate, let's just, I mean, just be honest as Christians. The reason that Christians medicate, the reasons that people usually sin, is because they're trying to find some quiet space of happiness or whatever it is. They're lacking peace, and Jesus offers that peace. All the things that the world offers for peace will fall. 
all the things the world offers for peace will fail. But the peace that comes from the Lord will sustain you. And so he comes in. I just want you to get this. So we got somebody calling in the trivia. We're going to get to them inside. But he comes in the middle of the locked, fearful, panic room that we all have. And he says, peace. I'm like, yes, sir. I take it. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, somebody ready to answer a trivia question? Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, this is your brother, Ace. Hey, brother Ace. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. All right. Praise the Lord, brother. You know, I was listening to that replay on you when you were sitting there eating chickens and dumplings by the tree. I just think that's the funniest oh. thing ever. <laughs> Sounds delicious, Dave. I know. Sounds good. It's like, wow, what a place to be. That's awesome. All right, my brother, when Jesus sent out the 72 disciples ahead of him, what did he tell them to say when they went into someone's house? Well, you were saying the word while ago, peace. Let there be peace. If there's not peace, take it back. That is exactly correct, sir! That was it. He was saying, say peace under this house. I never, I like some of the people that are saying, is the fridge full? You know, that's a good one, but that's not, you know, or you got to worry. You got basic cable here? I mean, yeah. it's, <laughs> but that's it. Peace. We all, we all make our stomach our God sometimes. Yeah, that is for sure. I think it's important to recognize that the message of Jesus is peace, and that's what his that's what his missionaries should be teaching, the gospel of peace, right? Yes, sir. When I was called out of the world, I found peace and hope for my life. So, Amen. Amen, bro. You are awesome, and I love you, bro. Yeah, thank you. We'll be checking in with you later. Appreciate right. y'all. Remember Take, love one another. All right. Take care, brother. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and germs, boys and girls, creatures of all ages and sizes, we're going to take a short break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. I am such a sinner. Not just a sinner. I am such a sinner. I'm like the biggest sinner ever. That's how I felt. And then... It was the understanding that God really cared about me. And therein lies the key. Because God did care. He does care. And it's the same for you. You're listening to me. He does care. And that pain you're going through, it makes him weep. And you might say, well, you can't back that up spiritually or scripturally. Yes, I can. John chapter 11, verse 35. Jesus wept, not for Lazarus. Lazarus was getting up in five minutes, but all the grief and the pain around him. Come on. God has a heart. His heart's bigger than your heart. So here's part of the things that I, I mean, I'm skipping, I'm skipping light years. I'm just going past it. But it's like when that guy started crying and I started getting mad and then he said it was, this is how the Lord feels for you. and This is the, the Lord's heart for you. It just showed me I'm so hard hearted. I'm I'm like a I'm like a I'm like a, a a rock, but not in a good way, you know. I'm like a like a dumb rock. Like, oh man, what's the matter with me? 
And so you know what he did when he was done doing that? Because now I'm gone, right? Because now you, how do you think after after that happens, how do you think I feel? Okay. So now I'm like, please pray for me. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm just lost. And he prays for me. And it's powerful. It's like, you know, it's unbelievable. It's just really, very, really powerful. Here's the thing that leads up to it. Now, are we ready? Because And that is the, the powerful point, especially when he cried. But it turns out that I went to that church for a little while. You want to hear something absolutely, positively, mind-blowing, amazing? Three months later on a Sunday night, I was preaching in that church. And I was preaching Romans 1.16, the very first thing I ever taught in my life. In that church, in Pastor David Huntsworth Church, Abundant Life in Dillon, Colorado. And I'll tell you one thing that I hope you really hear. And that is that one experience so affected me, I was never the same person again. It just showed me that God really does care. We're pretty hard-hearted. Yeah, we're kind of, we're mashugi from time to time. Not God. He's totally awesome. 770 KAAM Garland Dallas Fort Worth